All right. Hey, everybody. I want to welcome you to today's edition of Bible News Radio. I am so glad that you are out there, and I want to welcome all of our new subscribers to the show. And if you haven't yet subscribed and you just stumbled upon Bible News Radio, feel free to hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're on. Today, I actually pre-recorded an interview for this week's show. The founder of Pickleball Rocks. It's the it's the world's most recognized clothing brand in the world of pickleball, and the founder, uh, Rodney Rocket, he goes by Rocket Grubs, it w- was my guest this week, and so we are going to roll that for you, and I hope you enjoy it. All right, hey everybody. I want to thank you for uh, watching our show today, and uh, especially, you know, this this interview that I'm doing today with uh, um, Rodney Grubbs is great. He's he's not as Rocket, so I'm going to call him Rocket during the interview, but um, those of you who have watched our show know I just love pickleball, and I always say pickleball rocks, right? You know, it does. How can you not say that, right? Especially if you're a pickleball player. Um, anyway, I met Rocket through Stephanie Lane, who um, is one of her brand, one of his brand ambassadors, and who also endorsed my book Pickleball Faith uh, this past year. And so today we're going to talk to Rocket about pickleball and his brand, and just kind of learn a little bit about this man of faith. So I want to welcome you to the show. Thanks for coming. Hey, thanks, Stacy. Great to be here. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool. I'm I'm tickled you're here. I mean, I really am. Everybody that watches this show, six years ago, I started blabbing about pickleball. And people are like, what's pickleball? Everywhere I go, people go, you're the first person I heard about pickleball from. But apparently, you've learned about it way before me. So tell me about your journey. Okay, well, uh, interesting journey. Okay, pickleball has been really, really good to our family. And of course, uh, as you know, I am a strong believer, you know, that God kind of puts things in your path out there and you get to walk down that path. And 13 years ago, as the story goes, I live in a little country town, by the way, it's only 2,500 people. It's Brookville, Indiana, <laughs> uh, about 35 miles outside of Cincinnati. So we're down the Southeast corner of, of uh, Indiana. 13 years ago, two retired couples um, that live here in Brookville wintered down in Florida and found this crazy thing called pickleball, and they brought it back to our little country town, okay? They bought a portable net, and they brought some paddles back, and they were bound and determined they were going to get the sport of pickleball going in our little country farm town here, okay? Uh, I always describe pickle or describe Brookville to everybody as like living in Mayberry. Okay. okay. Everybody knows everybody. You know, you go to the barber shop to get your, your news, that type of thing. And so when they came back, um, bound and determined to get pickleball going, they did get a few people playing on a temporary net for a little bit. And when they got a few people playing, then they decided to kick in a little money and throw a a couple little spaghetti suppers and and raise a little bit of funds. And they built two really nice outdoor courts here in Brookville. I guess I should, should let everybody know this, that 13 years ago when we... You know, when those two couples got those two courts built, there were no pickleball courts in Cincinnati, Ohio. There were no courts in Dayton, Ohio. There were no courts in Indianapolis, Indiana. Brookville essentially ended up becoming the little seed here that got all of those cities eventually started. But uh, back to the story on on how I got started then. After they got those two courts built, 
they came to me one day and said, Rodney, you need to try pickleball. And of course, you know, when you live in Mayberry, if somebody asks you to try something, you try it. And so I tried it. I fell in love with it instantly. Okay. As a lot of people do. And, um, yeah, started playing it regularly uh, right away. And in my particular case, I, at that time, you know, had a corporate career, but I also was the local high school tennis coach. Uh, I was the assistant coach there at Franklin County High School. And when you're the tennis coach in Brookville, Indiana, everybody knows you. Okay. Everybody's friends with you because their kids have played with, you know, for you or their grandkids have played for you or something. So eventually um, the two couples that got pickleball started came to me and said, Rodney, you know, now that you, now that you're hooked, now that we've hooked you, we would like for you to be in charge of getting people playing. Okay, we built the courts. We went to the effort to do that. But we know that you know everybody and everybody we think will be more receptive, receptive to playing if you ask them. So that's okay. I'll start asking a few friends around Brookville. And so I did. I started asking some friends around Brookville to try pickleball. And of course, you know, they had the same reaction that I had. What in the world is <laughs> pickleball as soon as you mentioned it to them? Right. And uh, so... At that time, you know, I had a small marketing consulting company that I was running on kind of on the side of uh, my corporate career. And I had a partner in that marketing consulting company. And one day she and I sat down and I asked her to come to this meeting with some ideas. And I said, the ideas that I want that I'm looking for is I would like to have a phrase of some type that I could put on a shirt that I could run around Brookville, Indiana with to start the conversation about pickleball. And so literally she and I sat down in my office that day, we put up a whiteboard and started putting ideas for a phrase on the board. To this day, I still don't recall what the first phrase was. It was probably something like, you know, I love pickleball or something, something simple like that. But the the second phrase that was written on the board, and it was one that I brought to the meeting, was pickleball rocks. And as soon as I wrote that up on the whiteboard, my my partner, Jen, said, well, that's really catchy. She said, that's probably what you ought to go with right there. She said, that'll get people asking questions about pickleball. And so uh, what I did is I went to the local dollar store and I bought a cotton T-shirt. I bought some iron-on letters. And I ironed on the words, pickleball rocks that day. And it was for no other reason than to just wear it around Mayberry and get people asking me about that word, pickleball. And sure enough, it worked. As I started wearing that around Brookville, people were like, Rodney, what's, you know, what's that all about? You know, I never heard of that. Mm-hmm. You need to come try it. Okay. You need to come try it. So I used that little cotton t-shirt to get a few people playing Brook, playing pickleball in Brookville, Indiana. About three months after I picked up a pickleball paddle, I was a very competitive tennis player at that time. And, uh, I wanted to see what competition was like in the world of pickleball. So I signed up to play in my very first tournament. I found one. There weren't very many tournaments back in those days, 13 years ago, but I found one over in Terre Haute, Indiana. Terre Haute had had pickleball going for a couple years there. I think they might have had six courts at an outdoor park at that time. And I played in my first tournament there, and the only pickleball shirt that I had was that little cotton shirt that I had ironed the letters on, so I wore that. And I'll be darned if people at that tournament didn't start coming up to me and say, 
you know, I'm trying to get pickleball started in my community. Where did you get that shirt? <laughs> well, I'll iron you one, I reckon. Okay, if you want one. <laughs> so I literally started, you know, ironing a few shirts. People started asking me for that shirt as I started going to little tournaments that I could find. And, uh, you know, that's eventually the little light bulb came in, on in my head that maybe I ought to print a few of these up ahead of time. Okay. Maybe I could sell enough of them to make, you know, make back my entry fee for the tournament, which back in those days was you know, $20 probably. Sure. Uh, and, uh, so yeah, that light bulb came on. I started kind of using pickleball rocks as my hobby, my hobby money then to, to pay for my pickleball addiction. <laughs> and from there, about three years into uh, my pickleball career, pickleball just all of a sudden absolutely exploded across the country. Up until that point in time, you know, and pickleball's been around since 1965, so it had been around for quite some time, but literally it was about 10, 11, 11 years ago, all of a sudden you could just start to feel it take off. Every every state that you went to, you found somebody that knew what the word pickleball meant. You started to find courts popping up all over the place. And so uh, my journey then was to reach out to my two sons. Uh, they would have been in their late 20s maybe at that time. And uh, my wife and I took them to dinner one night. And just out of that simple dinner, it was just to plant a seed with them. Uh, about pickleball. They were pickleball players by that time, and they were really good pickleball players, really good 5.0 pickleball players at that time. But we, we took them to dinner that night with their wives and just told them that, you know, here's what I feel like pickleball, the sport, is doing right now. And people around the country are starting to recognize the Pickleball Rocks brand name. Mm -hmm. I said, I don't know if you've ever thought about being in business for yourself, but, you know, if you ever get the uh, the itch that you'd like to be, I'd be more than happy to have you guys, you know, working with me. And so, uh, as our story goes, it was literally almost the next day I get a call from the youngest son. He would have been, I don't know, 26, 27 years old at that time. He calls up the next day and says, Dad, I'm in. And I said, what do you mean you're in? He said, well, Amy, his wife, and I talked it over last night, and we might never have a chance to uh, get in on the ground floor of something like this again. You know, get in at the very beginning of the growth of pickleball. He said, this could be fun. So he said, I give my two weeks notice to my boss. Okay. Well, Zach was a licensed financial planner for PNC Bank Corporation at the time. I really kind of thought he had his career, you know, set. Right. But <laughs> he, he dropped that career like a rock and said, dad, I'm, I'm in. And he did. He came in with in both feet. Okay. And uh, about a month later, then his brother, you know, quit his job and said, if, if Zach's going to do it, I'm going to do it too. So my two sons came on, you know, just a little over 10 years ago. And uh, we have been out there on the trail building the Pickleball Rocks brand now and helping the sport of pickleball grow across the country everywhere that we can touch. Uh, we've been doing that for, for about 10 years now with, with them on board. So that's my journey so far, Stacey. That is so cool. Well, first of all, it tells me a couple things, right? Number one, you, you never <laughs> you never know what idea is going to just explode, number one. But that family connection, I, I'm a retired marriage and family therapist. So the very fact that your children want to do business with you <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> actually says a lot about you as a dad 
you know, um, it's, it's, it touches me because it's like, yeah, you know, there's that your kids want to work with you. I think I just think that's so cool. And, you know, I'm an old tennis player, too. I played tennis in high school and, you know, up until 2009 when I won my first tournament and my last tournament, I quit after that. But um, <laughs> that's so cool. So, OK, so I came to know you through Stephanie Lane. Right. And um, how did you get to know Stephanie? Because I want to I want to read you something about Stephanie and you. But but how did you how did you know Stephanie? Okay, well, I'll share that with you, but I'm going to make a point before we go on because I know everybody on here basically is 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 believers and and believe the way that you and I do. And my corporate career was with uh with AT and T. Okay, and when I left there back in 2003, I had this dream that had been planted in me for a long, long time that I eventually wanted to be in business for myself someday. You know, when I left AT and T, and I would love to have a business that I could do with my two sons. So that dream had been festering in me for a long, long time. And so and so never did I ever dream that I'd be in business with my sons in something called pickleball. Right. Never, you know, that wasn't part of the dream. It was just I want to be in business with my sons. And so that's where I say, you know, God just kind of took me down this very strange path and brought these two retired couples, you know, with pickleball back to Brookville. And, and here I am today now in business with my sons, which was always my dream, happens to be in pickleball. You know, so... Uh, anyhow, how did I meet uh, Stephanie? Stephanie through pickleball. Okay, uh, I believe I believe the first time that I ran into Stephanie, and as you know, Stacy, and anybody on here that's ever met Stephanie Lane, you fall in love with Stephanie the first time you meet her. There's never any. I don't know about this person, whether I like him, whether I don't like him. You know, I might avoid him next time I see him. That type of thing. When you run into Stephanie Lane. You leave knowing that you're going to want to know her and be around her for the rest of your life. Okay. She's just that type of, of Christian woman. Okay. And uh, I met her and I'm, she'd have to back me up on this story, but I believe it was in Terre Haute, Indiana, again, where I played my very first tournament and it wasn't at my first tournament. It was probably, I don't know, five or six years later, but I played a tournament in Terre Haute, Indiana. I believe it was an indoor tournament at Indiana State University. And I think that's where I ran into uh, two ladies by the name of Stephanie Lane and Nicole Hobson was her best friend. And they were always playing pickleball tournaments together at that time. And both of them just really, really great ladies. And uh, so, yeah, that's where I got my first impression of Stephanie. And then, you know, if you're in the pickleball world, as I was, Stephanie was very much immersed in tournaments, loved to play tournaments, always very competitive. And so she ran in the in a lot of the same tournament circles that I did. So I would run into her quite often and we would always talk and, and talk. And we'd always talk about family. You know, how's the family doing and the, and the things that you know, are important to us. And just, uh, you know, I just kind of grew and grew and grew with um, how much I love Stephanie Lane, you know, as we went along. Yeah. So, so it's been, oh, I don't know, again, she'd have to back me up on the story, but maybe six years ago, yeah. uh, we had a, we had a, a spot in our, in our company that kind of needed somebody to fill that spot. And so we reached out to her and, and, uh, yeah, she came on to the Pickleball Rocks team about six years ago and has been with us ever since, you know, just the best, best teammate that we ever, ever, ever could have, uh, could have had. 
That is that is so cool. Well, I I will tell you, I met her at the rec center where I play. And I didn't know who she was. Everybody else did, but I had no clue who she was. It just so happened to be my 49th birthday. And she came over and played a game with me. And I just remember um, she was just so nice. And I didn't, you know, there was, there was like, I, I didn't know who she was, right? <laughs> it wasn't until afterwards I found out who she was. And um, I connected with her kind of, I forgot how, through text message or something. I don't know. But I asked her about four years ago, I said, would you endorse my book when it comes out? And she said, I'll read it. And yes, I'll endorse it without reading it. She actually said she'd endorse it. But it's so funny because it took me four years to write it and get it out. And then when she she read it, she loved it. And, um, you know, and all that. So that's how we became friends, just because, you know, she told me, oh, my gosh, do you have any idea how many Christians are in pickleball? And I'm like this, this isn't my, like, my goal wasn't to evangelize the the pickleball community. This was a, this is a book about my, my walk with the Lord and how he's corrected me, basically. (laughs) It's like, you know, so, so I understand what you're saying. It's like this, this weird thing that how God works in your life. It's like, I wouldn't have expected it to be pickleball either. But because of that, I want to read you this quote I got. Hope you're enjoying our interview with the founder of Pickleball Rocks. You know, now I want to tell you a little bit about my book, Pickleball Faith, Inspiration on and Off the Court. Don't forget that part, Inspiration on and Off the Court. Um, I've, I, We have been so blessed. We have so many cool testimonies of people reading this book and the Lord using it to change their attitude and encourage them. And so I want to let you know, if you want to get a copy from me here, all you got to do is go to biblenewsradio.com or pickleballfaith.com. It's the same website. You can go there, click on the pickleball faith tab, uh, and then it will take you right through where you can order the book. You can get it autographed or you don't have to get it autographed either. Whatever you want is good. Um, And also, if you are somebody who watches our show all of the time and you'd like our work, and then I want to welcome you and uh, invite you to donate to the show and our our, uh, nonprofit Heart Tongue International uh, which is the overseeing ministry of Bible News Radio. And thank thank you to those of you who already do. And um, I, I hope you enjoy the rest of the interview. I want to read you this quote I got today from the pickleball librarian, uh, Andrew. He wrote, uh, congratulations to Stephanie Chouse Lane and Rodney Grubbs for receiving the Pickleball Librarian Spirit of Pickleball Virtual Award. So you won this. Uh, they are they are amazing people on and off the court. Mark my words; these two will eventually become part of the pickleball hall of fame. Hmm. Wow, that's pretty pretty cool. Pretty yeah. cool. You know, it reminds me of Proverbs twenty seven two, which says, "Let another man praise you, a stranger, and not your own lips." You know. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. So, um, now if somebody wants. You know, to get a pickleball rock shirt or anything else. Like, what else do you do besides pickleball? I've heard that you do a lot more than just your pickleball rock shirt, but I have no idea. But I know you're all over the place. So, well, um, you know, pickleballrocks.com uh, isn't a shirt selling website. 
It's, you know, I'll call it our corporate website, which describes all the different programs that we have developed over the years. And literally everything that we, we do has always been about helping somehow grow the sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, whether it's, you know, whether it's going into a little community that doesn't have a pickleball court yet and, and, and showing them, you know, what pickleball looks like with a portable net or whether it's doing, you know, big clinics where we come into towns and we'll do, you know, a couple days of, of teaching, you know, big clinics at, at any level. You know, we can teach at the, the beginner level all the way up to the top levels because we've all been top level players in our, in our company. Um, mm. We have programs, you know, for uh, helping schools and PE programs. Nice. You know, get going. So get more of the kids, kids playing. We've got those, uh, those things in place. Um, several, you know, we're, we're all, all the time looking for good. I guess they're all good, but philanthropic type of projects to do. Uh, one of the re- most recent projects that we did was, um, you know, it was during the pandemic and I happened to catch a Facebook post one day from a gentleman who I had met a couple of years prior. And the gentleman plays from a wheelchair. Okay. He, he had a very unfortunate, uh, situation where he used to be a, a good pickleball player and, but ended up in a wheelchair. And so decided to play pickleball from a wheelchair. And one day I happened to catch a Facebook post from him and it said, you know, so happy that I've been able to raise enough money to buy a sports wheelchair to give to another pickleball player. So we could get another pick up, another paraplegic pickleball player playing pickleball. That post has really, really touched me. And so um, I took a few minutes. I sat down in front of a graphics package and put together a little, a little mock-up of a t-shirt. And on the t-shirt, it said, let's roll pickleball. Okay. And it had a little logo to go with it. And I just stuck that on a, on a white t-shirt and, and sent him a picture of that on social media and just said, Hey, I don't know. I need your opinion on this. Said, do you think this type of shirt would sell? And he came back immediately and said, I love that. As a wheelchair player, the Let's Roll logo on my on my shirt. So he thought, I would love that. He said, I know I can help you spread the word on that. And so out of that, Stacy, then what we what we did was started selling that shirt online. We did some long sleeves, some short sleeves, some hats. And every time we sell a Let's Roll pickleball item of any type, we give a percentage of that then back to him specifically to buy sports wheelchairs. So nice. we can more people playing pickleball out there in the paraplegic world. And so those type of things, those are described on our, on our website. So when people go to pickleballrocks.com, they'll start to see some of those type of, of programs out there. Um, you know, we're, we're just, we're just very fortunate that, you know, our whole family and everybody on our whole team all, all has the same philosophy. We really don't kind of look at ourselves as a, as a clothing business. We look at ourselves as a people and a, and a pickleball business. And by the way, people happen to buy shirts from us too. Yeah. That's so, cool. yeah, that's always been uh, our mission is just to help the sport grow in some small way. And if we do that, God will take care of the rest. Are are you humored by how big this has gotten with like celebrities and stuff? When you say am I humored? <laughs> well, I, 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 my editor told me I used the word humored wrong because I used it in my book a few times. But 
and it it doesn't make you give you joy i guess that's a question. just to see like oh it's about time you figured this out you know? yeah. it is interesting uh, because you know we're seeing you know upper level athletes in different sports very very well-known athletes now playing pickleball you know in their spare time and we're seeing you know hollywood stars you know out there building pickleball courts in their backyards so yeah. they can have their friends play pickleball uh and to me again i'm a marketing i'm an old marketing guy that's great that's great exposure for the sport okay uh because people just see the sport being played a lot of those people do have large large followings that if you know if they eat an apple today well a million people are going to eat an apple tomorrow because so and so did you know so maybe a million people go try to play pickleball because they saw you know somebody that they recognize from tv movies athletic endeavors they do it so to me it's all really really good for the sport uh kind of like our new pro tours you know we have two new professional pickleball tours out there right now you know is the average player ever going to be able to play at that level no you know but those guys are getting a lot of press right now and a lot of exposure and um you know all of that to me is good for the overall growth of the sport of pickleball and you know if you know our mission our mission is to grow the sport you know and we know that a big percentage of those people that come into the sport somehow magically find us and end up you know buying a piece of apparel or buying something with our brand on it at some point in time you just like that just like that happened yes (laughs) so okay i know i know i gotta wrap this up but i wanted to uh First of all, I want to tell you, I, I had the opportunity to interview Coach Lou Holtz many years ago, mm-hmm. and I was super excited to interview him, but I'm totally more excited to interview you <laughs> over, over him. You remind me a little bit of him. Um, but how did you get the nickname Rocket? Got to find that out. Well, okay. I'm a, the Very quick story. That literally, that nickname was hung on me by an eighth grade math teacher decades and decades ago okay used to call me you know rocket rodney okay and uh so that nickname was hung on me literally back in late middle school or early high school by that math teacher um when i left school i kind of lost that nickname and then (laughs) some uh you know something came down and said i should start using that when i started selling my little t-shirt I went out and I built a little website, okay? And the website was called allaboutpickleball.com. It is still out there today. And on that website, I built a little section that said, if you want to know anything about pickleball, ask Rocket. And just had a box there where you could fill in your question, hit return. It went to my email and I would email them back with the answer to their question. So I, I don't know. Something just said, you know, Ask Rocket was going to be a cool thing to put on that website, you know, uh, right there next to my Pickleball Rocks, you know, T-shirt that I was trying to sell at the time. So, yeah. yeah. So what happened then, Stacey, it was probably a good three years of that website and lots of people asking me questions and me playing tournaments all over the country at that time. It literally was about three years later when the first person out there at a tournament came up to me and said, are you Rocket? You know, they'd ask me questions or they knew somebody that asked me questions and nobody knew who Rocket was. It was like the behind the scenes Wizard of Oz or whatever. I was behind the curtain 
and so it was a long time before anybody even knew who Rodney Grubbs was. It was always Rocket. <laughs> That's very cool. Well, I love that. And you know what? Thank you. I know you're busy. Uh, so I'm honored you came on our show. And uh, again, everybody, go to pickleballrocks.com. Of course. Of course. That's what you're going to do. Go there. If you know you want to get some good stuff and there's tons of stuff out there. That magnet in the background, you can probably see it. I have one of those on my fridge. <laughs> so uh, be like me. Get those rockets. You know, get rockets material. <laughs> Pickleball rocks and and play pickleball, people. You know, paddle up. That's what we always say, right? <laughs> All right. Well, there you go, everybody. I don't know if you were as excited as I was to you know sit there with Rocket and um, talk about pickleball and his faith a little bit, but that's what the show is about. And I and I will tell you that we will be having some future interviews with pickleball players, other people of faith. Um, as we continue to do the show. And of course, we'll always come back and do news and politics and a whole bunch of other stuff. But this week, we want to just focus on pickleball. <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed that. Don't forget, if you're not on my email list, make sure you go over to BibleNewsRadio.com and subscribe to our email list. And again, you can donate and you can also get our book over there. Uh, so go, you know, I guess I want to end the show by telling you this week, Go make a difference in somebody's life. Get out of your comfort zone a little bit and pay attention. Listen with intention. And maybe you'll see God do something in that person's life. And even more so, maybe he'll be doing something in your life. So until next time.